Proverbs chapter 13, verse 1. A wise son, the instruction of a father, and a scorner, he hath not heard rebuke. Instructions is when you tell somebody what to do, and a rebuke is when you get after them for not following instructions. A mocker will scoff even at a rebuke, but a wise person will listen at the beginning when the instructions are first given. So a fool scorns even when they've been rebuked after they failed to follow instructions. And there are many fools in the world today who get mad at you if you confront them because they didn't follow instructions. The world is really full of fools today because people are conditioned to be narcissistic and think that they're above rules and above the law. And a mocker is somebody who makes fun of others. The reason people do this is because they're actually afraid of other people, and they think that by making fun of them, those other people will lose power. But what makes us powerful is self-control, not putting others down. 2. From the fruit of the mouth a man eateth good, and the soul of the treacherous violence. When you speak violence out of your mouth, and you're a hater, and you're a backstabber verbally, then that will bring violence back to you. But if you bless people by what you say, then you will be blessed. 3. Whoso is keeping his mouth is keeping his soul. Whoso is opening wide his lips ruin to him. If we talk too quickly, say too much, and get angry too fast, then we are digging our own hole. We're going to burn bridges and make a bad name for ourselves. But if we can control our mouth when we're upset, then it preserves our soul. Because then we're not sinning with our mouth, and also we're not creating a lot of chaos and problems. Foolish people talk too much and too quickly. For all of us, including me, we need to talk a little bit less and do more thinking than talking. 4. The soul of the slothful is desiring, and hath not, and the soul of the diligent is made fat. If you are a hard worker, you will be able to receive the things that you've worked hard for. But if you're lazy, you're not going to receive the desires of your heart. You're always going to be a dreamer. Today, a lot of people want to hold out until they get their dream job, and they're not willing to take lesser jobs because they think it's beneath them. But what happens is they end up just being unemployed. When Joseph went to prison, that was totally beneath him. He did not deserve to be in prison, but he worked very hard when he was there. And when he went into slavery, that was also beneath him. But he worked really hard when he was a slave. And that's a lesson to all of us. It doesn't matter if we're working for McDonald's or if we're in a prestigious job. It only matters how hard we work. 5. A false word the righteous hateth, and the wicked causeth abhorrence and is confounded. Righteous people hate lies. They don't tolerate lies. They don't believe lies, and they don't tell lies. But wicked people become an abhorrence to their friends and neighbors because of all of the lies that they tell. And people get tired of them after a while, and people get tired of their games. When you tell a lot of lies, you bring shame on yourself because you develop a reputation for it and people don't trust you. Even if people invite you to their party, that doesn't mean that they like or trust you. And we need to realize that. 
It could be because they enjoy using us. It may not be because we're respected. 6. Righteousness keepeth him who is perfect in the way, and wickedness overthroweth a sin offering. Righteous people are made perfect spiritually because they obey the commands of the Lord and they forgive people. But wicked people, even when they bring an offering to church, the Lord ignores it and doesn't account it to them as righteousness because they would not repent of their sins. 7. There is who is making himself rich and hath nothing, who is making himself poor and wealth is abundant. If you're a miser and a hoarder, and you won't share with anybody, you'll end up not sharing with yourself either. Misers love money so much that they won't even spend it on themselves, and a lot of times they'll go filthy, they won't buy new clothes, they won't buy soap, they won't buy shampoo for themselves, and they'll live like they're impoverished even though they're millionaires. And this is because they love money more than they love people, including themselves. But when you don't love money and you love people instead, then you share your wealth freely. And you also take care of your own needs. You go out and buy soap and clothing and cleaning supplies and you take care of your personal needs. When we love money too much, it can get to the point where we're becoming a martyr to our own lust for money. 8. The ransom of a man's life are his riches, and the poor hath not heard rebuke. This is saying that if you're a rich man, somebody may kidnap you or kidnap your relative for a ransom, and you'll have to use your money to pay the ransom. But if you're a poor man, the criminals will leave you alone because you have nothing that they can take. Wealth itself can be a cause for chaos and problems. 9. The light of the righteous rejoiceth, and the lamp of the wicked is extinguished. This is a metaphor for life. If you obey the commandments of the Lord and you please Him, you will have joy in your life, no matter if you're rich or poor. But if you are wicked, then eventually your life will be over, and that means that you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. 10. A vain man through pride causeth debate, and with the counseled is wisdom. If you're constantly picking fights with people and if you're constantly trying to force people to agree with what you say, it's a controlling behavior, but it stems from pride. That's what this verse says. Because you're trying to prove that you're superior by winning the debate. It's an exercise in superiority. If you're wise, you will listen to people. It's contrasting between a wise person and a prideful person. A prideful person always has to win the argument. A wise person is willing to listen to the other person's side. After listening to somebody, you may not agree with them, but you will learn something from what they say, even if you don't agree. For one thing, you'll learn what they believe, and you'll also learn the arguments that they use for their belief system, so you can better explain your own belief system, and you can better teach them once you know what they believe. And also, a lot of times we think we know better than somebody else, but after listening to them, we realize that they have actually taught us something. If we're humble, we'll often learn from others when we did not expect to. 11. Wealth from vanity becometh little, and whoso is gathering by the hand becometh great. If you live a vain life where you're constantly trying to prove that you're better than others, what you amass won't be worth much in the end. 
But if you work hard, then in the end, people will see you as an accomplished person. Some people get awards because they schmoozed or they belong to the secret club. Other people cheated their way to the top and they get accolades because they slept with the right people or they told the right lies. But in the end of their life, they really haven't accomplished much when everything they have is stolen because they don't know what to do with it after they get it. Once they get the award and the accolade, they don't know how to take it up to the next level or use it in an effective way. So at the end of their life, they still haven't accomplished anything. But a hardworking person, at the end of their life, they will have accomplished a lot and they'll have a long resume of all the things that they've done. They will have reached many goals. 12. Hope prolonged is making the heart sick and a tree of life is the coming desire. This simply says that when you've been waiting for something for years and years and you still haven't gotten it, it does cause depression. But when you receive what you desire, it gives life to your soul. The lesson is that we need to make sure that our desires are what the Lord wants, because then we will receive. For instance, somebody may want to be a famous writer, and they keep writing and they keep trying to get published but they never become famous, and then they're depressed at the end of their life because they never made it big. But on the other hand, if that person wanted what the Lord wants, which is to teach others the gospel, to share their testimony with others, and to take care of other poor people's needs, then they will receive because that's a goal that they can accomplish. You can always do what the Lord wants you to do, and you will be successful. We can't always have the fairy tale Disney movie experience in life where everything goes perfect and we end up world famous. But if we follow the Lord, we will be successful and then we'll be satisfied. 13. Whoso is despising the word is destroyed for it, and whoso is fearing the command is repaid. The word is Jesus Christ, and when we despise him and we do not obey his commands, we get destroyed. We lose our salvation. Anybody who doesn't obey Jesus despises him. But those who obey the commandments of the Lord will be rewarded with eternal life. 14. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to turn aside from snares of death. The law that the Lord gave us gives us life because it takes care of us, it preserves us, and the law is kind. It teaches us to love our family members, our neighbors, and ourselves. It keeps us from getting trapped. 15. Good understanding giveth grace, and the way of the treacherous is hard. This is saying that if you are wise, you will be gracious to other people and you will make allowances for other people and give them a break and give them a second chance and forgive them. But if you are ruthless toward people and you punish them when they don't do what you want, then you are creating a hard life for others and yourself. Because it's a lot of work punishing people, and it brings you grief as well. 16. Every prudent one dealeth with knowledge, and a fool spreadeth out folly. People with good judgment make decisions based on knowledge, but fools brag about their sin. 17. A wicked messenger falleth into evil, and a faithful ambassador is healing. This is talking about diplomats. 
and people who represent an organization. If it's a faithful diplomat, then their actions will bring healing to their people. 18. Whoso is refusing instruction, poverty, and shame, and whoso is observing reproof is honored. If you do not follow instructions, then you will have poverty and shame in your life. People who experience gel time and poverty, it's very, very common that they don't obey laws, they didn't obey their teachers, they didn't obey their parents, they don't obey any rules, they don't follow through with anything that they're asked to do. They're just constantly breaking rules, and so poverty and shame follow them throughout their lives. But somebody who not only follows rules, but also appreciates correction, that person will receive honor. If you're at work and you correct an employee who made a mistake, and that person says, oh, thank you, I didn't realize, I'll do it better next time, then in your mind, that person is very honorable. You can trust them, and you want to promote them because they're trustworthy, and they learn from their mistakes. But Somebody who refuses to follow instructions is somebody who can't learn. 19. A desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, and an abomination to fools is turn from evil. To a foolish person, it's an abomination to turn from evil. A foolish person would be horrified at the thought of quitting their bad habits. But when you accomplish your goals, then it is sweet to your soul. 20. Whoso is walking with wise men is wise, and a companion of fools suffereth evil. When we hang out with sinners, we will eventually suffer. They'll lead us into sin, and or they'll violate our rights and take advantage of us. But when we stick around with real Christians, then we become wise just like them. 21. Evil pursueth sinners, and good recompenseth the righteous. This means that when you sin, it will cause bad things to happen in your life, like broken relationships, gossip, trouble with the law, trouble at work, and different things like that. But if you walk in righteousness and integrity, then blessings will come into your life. 22. A good man causeth sons' sons to inherit, and laid up for the righteous is the sinner's wealth. This is a generalization, but it's usually true. It means that if you have integrity and you work hard and you provide for your family, then there will be an inheritance not only for your children, but also for your grandchildren. And it also says that you will inherit the wealth of sinners because a lot of times they'll go to jail or they'll die early or something and their business will fold and you will get the customers from their business into your business, for instance. 23. Abundance of food, the tillage of the poor, and substance is consumed without judgment. The poor man's farm that isn't getting plowed and the seeds aren't getting planted because the poor man doesn't have the seeds and doesn't have the manpower to run the farm, there will still be a lot of food there, but it isn't being taken advantage of. It's growing wild and the people aren't getting the food. And it also says that because of lack of justice, there is waste, meaning that resources aren't used properly when there's no justice in the land. The reason 
the poor man can't use his own land is because of a lack of justice. The poor do have resources, but a lot of times they don't know how to properly use them, and they waste the resources they have, and then they end up with less. For instance, they might get a government check, but they don't know how to manage money, so they end up blowing the check on cigarettes and lottery tickets instead of taking care of their family, and things get worse for them instead of better, and this becomes an injustice. 24. Whoso is sparing his rod is hating his son, and whoso is loving him hath hastened him chastisement. This means if you don't discipline your children, you do hate your children. But if you discipline your children, you love them. A lack of discipline ruins somebody's life. Parents who refuse to discipline, and I'm not talking about abuse. I'm talking about teaching, which means having boundaries and meaning what you say and following through with consequences. When you do that, it's because you love your child and you're teaching them self-control and you're teaching them self-governance and the laws of the Lord. But when you never tell your child no and you know that they've hurt other people and you let them get away with it, then you hate your child because you're not trying to help them follow the Lord and stay out of trouble when they get older. And that's why a lot of kids become criminals because nobody loved them enough to teach them boundaries, and to tell them no. Some people think love is coddling and enabling, but that isn't love. That's fearing your child. Love is when we give our child boundaries so that they feel safe and they can trust us and we can trust them. 25. The righteous is eating to the satiety of his soul, and the belly of the wicked lacketh. This says that when you obey the commands of the Lord, he will make sure that your needs are met and you will have food on your table. But if you live in sin and wickedness and you're taking advantage of others because you don't want to work for a living, you will go hungry a lot. And that concludes Proverbs chapter 13.